Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Drew View. In today's show, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the stupid Trump indictment. I know I'm getting just as sick of talking about it as you guys probably are hearing about it, but it's got to be talked about. This is super unprecedented. And I'm also going to be talking about what happened with the Wall Street Journal reporter. I am Drew Bennett, and you're listening to The Drew View. Alrighty, folks, thank you guys for tuning back into another episode. I appreciate it. This is the last episode of a very, very crazy week, both in the news and in my community. It's just been a bizarre week, so I do appreciate your patience, you sticking with me. I do appreciate all of that. I had some, I guess, unprecedented episodes compared to what I would typically have, but that's because, well, unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures, I suppose. So that's kind of why the episodes this week have been a little bit different, because we don't see something as historic as what is happening with former President Trump like we did this week. Now, if you go back and watch yesterday's episode, I talked a little bit there about the poll that came out from CNN where 60 percent of Americans said they agreed with President Trump's indictment. And I don't even know if I spoke on this last episode. I have a feeling I didn't mention this. And I feel like this is really important, so that's why I'm going back to it. Uh, it is important to note that uh, 60% of people said that they agreed with the, that they agreed with the indictment before the indictment, before they knew what charges were being brought against him. There was no, there were no leaks up until that point on what was being brought against former President Trump. It was all nothing but speculation, and people, 60% of people said that they agree with the indictment. It should be like, it. that shouldn't even be a question that you ask, first of all, because before an indictment comes out, how can you say whether or not you agree with it or anything else? And that's just one of the most bizarre things to me. And again, it just shows how uh, emotional and how unrational people are these days. It's totally, totally bizarre to me. It's kind of crazy that we have, again, 76% of people that see it as a political, a whole, it's just a, it's a political hack is what it is. And and 76% of people know that politics played a part in it. But again, 60% of people still support it, which is just bizarre. It's honestly just bizarre. And really, all of these charges, they know that they're not going to go anywhere in court, right? No, person with two brain cells to rub together thinks that this case is anything that'll hold up in a court of law. I mean, if CNN, for gosh sakes, like if CNN, an analyst on CNN is on TV stating that it's underwhelming and what they came out with is underwhelming and basically there's absolutely nothing new and that was kind of like this whole case was built on there must be something new because all the things about this case have People have looked at it and they've said, no, we're not going to prosecute that. Oh, so he is. So there must be some new evidence. Nope. It's just because these people have a precedent in what they do over and over and over again. They try and get Trump for these different things. You have the impeachment uh, number one, impeachment number two, Russia gate, Ukraine gate, all of these different things. The the boxes, hoax and Mar-a-Lago, you know, all this stuff that's been happening when again, it makes no difference to point out a double standard because I think the people who are on the other side of the double standard, like I feel like the 
left and a lot of Democrats recognize that there's a double standard and they just like smile at that. They don't see anything wrong with it. So it doesn't really make any difference in pointing out a double standard, but it's just funny to me how they are still looking. There's a special counsel still looking at a Trump for documents that he took to Mar-a-Lago when he was completely compliant. And we have documents stating from Trump that, yep, we're going to, you know, put these documents here. Do you have any problem with that? Is there anything? And they say, oh, well, you need to put another lock on the door or whatever. And he's like, okay, they did that. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're raiding his house. Like, and then, you know, President Biden, when he was vice president and a senator, he has all these documents in his house in a garage where his Corvette is, which is not very secure. If, if somebody broke into his house, they would have access to a bunch of things that would be harmful for our national security. And, and we don't really care about that. We will let him get away with whatever. But it's Trump, Trump, Trump. And that's the and that's the thing. Like what I was kind of getting at with this whole thing is that it's not that Trump is going to be found guilty and he's going to be sent to prison. That's not at all what the point is. All the point is, is to make sure that everybody sees him. And all they're trying to do is get the American public to think that Donald Trump is a horrible person, to think that Donald Trump is somebody who has done a bunch of terrible things. That's why he's been charged for all this stuff. And that's why he's gone through all these impeachments and everything. Keep in mind, all of this stuff, you know, for how much this guy has been looked into, it makes you think he has to be one of the least corrupt presidents in our lifetime. Because for all of these things that they look into and look into and look into with Russia, Ukraine, and uh, all these impeachments and, and these boxes and these documents and oh, this money and that money and all this stuff that they looked into, all of it that they look into, if they can't find anything to get him for when they have tried and tried and tried for six, seven years by now, as soon as he announced, maybe, maybe it's eight years by now. I don't even remember. It's been a while. They've been looking into this guy for a long time. And if out of everything, they haven't been able to find a single thing to charge him with out of all of this, it kind of goes to show you that he must be, he, he can't be that corrupt. He can't be nearly as corrupt as a lot of the people that we have. I mean, could you imagine if we did all this and we took a look if we did if we spent half of this effort looking into anyone in the you know well i should just say president biden or you know his his lovely son i i think if we just looked just a little bit into that spent you know just a, a little bit of time a little bit of resources looking into that we would come up with so much more corruption there than anything that former president trump has done but we don't really care about that all we care about is uh, persecuting Trump for political gain and making sure that people view him in a bad light. And that's what it is. And the CNN poll shows exactly that. They're accomplishing exactly their goal to make people think that President Trump, that former President Trump, sorry, is a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad guy, and that he has done a lot of illegal things, even though he hasn't. He's not probably done anywhere close to what a lot of these other people have done. I mean, can you imagine for white collar crimes, look into quite literally any politician in the history of ever. Do you think no other politician that is in America right now has mishandled business filings or whatever the heck they're charging them with? Do you think that everyone, every other politician, every other person is squeaky clean and former President Trump's the only one that has anything against him? If you think that, I don't know what to tell you.
buddy, but that is not the case. There are so many instances where people are so much more corrupt and there is so much more illegal going on than what is happening with former President Trump. And and that's one thing is a lot of conservatives, they shy away from doing things like prosecuting the, you know, Hillary Clinton or prosecuting Hunter Biden, anything like that, because they know that it looks bad because it's political. But at some point you have to meet fire with fire. You have to fight back. You have to beat them at their own game. It's the same thing. You can't sit there and complain about mail-in voting and then bash it and and then no Republican will, you know, mail in a vote. They think it's unsecure and then you lose elections. Like, no, have you got to beat them at their own game. If you want to win elections, embrace mail-in voting. And that's kind of what President Trump, former President Trump has done. And the same goes for this situation. I really think that if none of this happened and, and nobody thinks that this is a horrible thing, you know, President Biden never comes out and condemns what is happening right now. No one in the Democratic Party comes out and condemns what is happening right now. If everybody just embraces it, I think that conservatives, as soon as Biden gets out of office, needs to persecute him. They need to find any, you know, any place that he's been, any place that he's lived, whether that be Delaware or Pennsylvania, any of those places where he has done something illegal with his you know, with the documents, the same exact thing that was happening with former President Trump, whether that be with what is happening with his son and that persecute his son. I mean, go after them. Meet fire with fire. That's what you have to do. If you want any chance at taking this country back, that's what you have to do. And being honest with you, and this is where, you know, people get sort of all conspiratorial and all in a bunch of craziness. But like, I think that Alvin Bragg does this to Trump because he knows that there's not going to be any pushback. He knows that the worst pushback there will be is, oh, he'll have to go testify before Congress. Ooh, ah, well, if it was someone persecuting the Bidens, who knows what would happen to them? I think they're just scared. A lot of people, I feel like a lot of conservatives are just scared for what would happen to them if they started going after this and tackling this corruption. So I think that's part of the problem with what we're seeing. But anyway, I, I, the biggest thing I want to take away from this, right? The biggest thing that I think we should understand is that if you are a part of that 60% that believe that this is totally good and this is a good thing for our country, that former President Trump is being indicted, I need you to understand that even people on the most crazy left-wing news source you can find are saying that this case at best, at best, is underwhelming or weak. At worst, it's the worst case of political prosecution we've seen in the history of this country. And I'm kind of at this point leaning more toward that. And if you understand that this is a complete political persecution and you still just want to see Trump burn, I am very, very sorry for you. I wish they made pills for PDS for Trump derangement syndrome because people have it so bad they cannot get Donald Trump off of their minds for the life of them. I really wish that there is some medication people could take so that he wasn't living in their brains rent free 24 7. The fact that people just want him jailed and want him in trouble for things that he didn't even do or things that aren't even illegal because, again, in this indictment, 
It doesn't even say what the crime was that it was tied to. And Bragg was kind of, for lack of better words, bragging about the fact that, oh, yeah, well, the law doesn't state that we have to say that. Okay, so if you're going to bring a case against a former president of the United States, you're going to waste $200 million of taxpayer money in New York. I mean, could you imagine how much good could be done in New York for with $200 million? But no, we have to use that because all this stuff has to happen for a former president to get there. And every single time, it's going to cost $200 million again when he has to go back in December. And then $200 million again. When it, I mean, it's going to happen over and over and over. And our con- I mean, they're going to have close to a billion dollars poured into this by the time they're done. Close to a billion dollars. Could you imagine what we could do with all that money? Could you imagine what we could do with all that money? But instead, we waste it on stupid stuff like this. Absolutely outrageous. I hope you see this for what it is. I really do. I hope you, even if you don't agree with me, even if everything that I say just makes smoke come out of your ears because it's someone defending Trump, I want you to know that if it was Hillary Clinton, if it was Joe Biden, if it was name me anybody that I might not like, that conservatives might not like, Name me anybody. I'd be sitting here defending them just as rigorously, just as much. Problem is, I don't think I'll ever have to do that because it'll never come down to that. But please know this is not only just a political thing, it's a the sake of our country thing. Another story that's kind of been developing this week is a Wall Street Journal reporter was arrested in Russia. And it was kind of the situation where We don't really know if it was wrongful or what. They kind of said it was, you know, spying. They were some sort of a spy trying to gain intelligence or whatever. But it just kind of shows this is one of those instances where you look back to what happened with Brittany Griner, right? And Russia just sees this as another example. Another example of the U.S. being weak as all get out, completely weak, completely spineless, with weak leadership and uh, people that won't stand up for themselves. And instead of negotiating really, really hard with Russia and trying to get a better deal, Russia just offers us a deal and we say, okay, we'll do that. We'll trade the merchant of death, Russian arms dealer for, uh, yeah, we really need our Brittany Griner back. Oh yes, the WNBA is just not the same without her. We'll release a threat to American national security and, you know, you'll keep our former Marine, Paul Whelan, you'll just keep him there and we're not going to negotiate any sort of deal. You, you just, you just give us our Brittany back. We want her so bad. We got to make a, we got to make a statement. Oh, we, we stand with, you know, the WNBA community, the LGBTQ community, whatever. Oh, we stand with them. And we'll give you this person that's responsible for a ton of death, literally nicknamed the Merchant of Death, a Russian arms dealer. All Russia does is they look at that and they're like, for that person, you're going to give us the most high profile, one of the most high profile Russians that we that you have. You're going to trade a basketball player for this super high profile person that we can use to kill a bunch more people. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Shake the hand. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. So so is this any surprise to anybody? 
This ain't a surprise to me. They're going to detain any possible person they can, the most low-profile person they need to, because if we'll release a basketball player, or excuse me, if they will release a basketball player and we'll release the Merchant of Death, they're probably thinking, hmm, who else can we get? Let's see. It's just a game for them. They are literally playing us just like a fiddle. We look so stupid on the world stage. We probably look like the dumbest country in the history of mankind. It's absolutely outrageous. The only other thing I wanted to talk about, because this kind of gave me a little chuckle and, you know, I'm kind of going through the news from throughout the week because it's kind of been all over the place the past couple of days. But one of the things that had come out is the Chinese spy balloon or the spy balloons that we saw, they were collecting information on U.S. military, uh, you know, U.S. military forts, U.S. nuclear sites. Wow, that is such a big surprise, isn't it? It's so stupid. You know, this this Kirby guy, you know, he gets he's always on there talking to the press or whatever. And he's saying that, oh, when you know, when the when the uh, news of the spy balloon first broke and when we heard about it, they were like, oh, they're just it's for benign purposes. All the, it's weather collection. That's what. Yeah. Weather collection. That's what we're going with. Weather collection. Are you stupid? You really think, and you really think that China, like, okay, maybe that's what the Chinese told you, but you just take the Chinese at their word. They say, oh, yep, uh, we're, we're using it for weather collection. And you just say, okay, it's just like COVID. It's like blah, blah, blah. Many people died. You're just going to take that at their, you know, you're going to take their word for it. You really are just going to trust China that, yeah, they're using these spy balloons that are going over important military sites. And you're just going to say, oh, yeah, they must be just collecting information for weather. And then all of a sudden be so surprised that, oh, really? They collected uh, information that is harmful to U.S. national security? Huh. I never would have thought. I never would have thought that would have happened. Like, unbelievable. The people in charge of this country are completely, completely foolish. I don't know if they're purposefully stupid or if they're just really that ignorant but man we have some some real treats that are in charge of this country Alrighty, folks well that's going to do it for today's episode thank you guys again for sticking around for another week of episodes I, again i'm going to say this kind of before the outro just to remind you please subscribe to the channel wherever you get your podcasts be sure to reach out to me on social media i have if you go to my website thedrewview.buzzsprout Dot com. If you go to that website, you can find all my social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those will be linked there. You can reach out to me there or you can reach me at my email, thedrewviewshow at gmail.com. Thank you guys again for sticking around for another week of content. If you didn't watch Monday and Wednesday's episodes, I do suggest watching those if you can handle a little bit of politics and a lot of political talk. I do get a little passionate in those. I, you know, I try to keep a pure heart. But I do get passionate about those just because they really tick me off when I see how much our country is crumbling. But anyway, guys, again, I just want to thank you. You guys' support means the world to me. We're almost at 500 listens. That's pretty cool. So again, share this with your friends. If you have someone who's sort of interested in politics or even someone who's not, maybe they'll get something out of it. Maybe they'll learn something new. So share with them. Make sure that you're sharing it on your social media. 
share it with your close friends, anything like that. I do appreciate it. I'm going to get into my closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for the opportunity that I get to come on here and speak to this microphone, Lord. Let the words that I say be a reflection of your will. Father, I just pray for our country, our leadership. We have a big need for wisdom in our country's leadership, Lord, and you give the best wisdom and just fill them with your love, your mercy, and your kindness. Father, help me to keep a pure heart when I'm talking about these topics that do fire me up. We love you, we praise you, and in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys again for helping support me in this still fairly new podcasting journey. I do appreciate the subscribes, the shares, everything that you guys do to help spread the word about this show. I can't wait to see you guys back here for another episode next week. But until then, stay blessed.